Welcome. I'm Lauren Rosen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is Purely OCD. Kelly and I are OCD specialists who happen to also be in recovery from OCD ourselves. Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one topic at a time. You may notice we try to bring a little levity and humor to our discussion around this deeply painful disorder, as this has been a very powerful tool for our own recovery as well as our clients. We tend to cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end. If you would like, you can join us in the future. We meet on Mondays at 1230 Pacific time on Instagram Live. And if you do find this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so we can gain more visibility to reach more people like yourself and help spread awareness of what it's like to live with OCD. Quick reminder, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. I'm tired. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of gloomy weather. It's kind of like tired weather. So your audio is making really loud static. Oh, dear. Does everyone else hear that? Still? Yeah, it's, unless it's mine, which is also possible, but I didn't hear it until you came on. Oh, it's off. No. Did it go away? I think so. What's happening, yes. people? Someone said, yeah, I think the oh. heart means yes. I don't know. Okay. Fingers crossed it went away. Yeah. We're just doing it live here, people. Um, so we're good? I think so. All right. Um, so we're talking, uh, yeah, relapse, OCD and relapse, navigating that business. Mm. Lots right? of questions today. Yeah. Shocking. oh thank you yeah it went away Mm -hmm. oh good I don't know why mine's not updating as quickly whatever it's fine it happened on the last live but yes so let's talk about some some relapse and what 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 do you think of the idea of relapse in OCD Mm. Kelly Frankie (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be real awkward. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Lauren Rosen. So when I think of relapse prevention, first of all, no one wants to have anxiety and every person who walks in our office typically says, and if they don't, I'm always shocked because it eventually comes up, but they usually say, get rid of my anxiety. Well, we're not going to do that. And you can look at other episodes, but we can talk about it a little bit here Um, and so when people start to get this experience of the weight of OCD being so interruptive and so distracting and totally just enthralled in it, when they start to get that weight lifted, then of course it's like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic, but why not go a little further? Mm. Right. So that can come up in a whole nother obsessive way. But again, that's another episode. But in terms of ongoing, a lot of times people say, okay, well, you know, how do I keep it at bay? Do I do once a week um, imaginal exposures and, you know, doing active exposures where I'm, you know, looking at images of children, et cetera. And the reality is, is there's no format, right? My protocol is 
always make anxiety feel uncomfortable. Always take the opportunity when your anxiety twinges, lean in. That's your shot. Do yep. it. Yep. Um, like yeah. a little eight mile style. Like you better lose yourself in the music the moment yes. you own it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. And I think the thing about relapse and relapse prevention that I think you're speaking to is that it's the reason people relapse is that they start to resist their anxiety again. Yeah. It's not be a new content too. Well, exactly. So oftentimes when new, new content pops in, it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh no. Yeah. This one's finally gotten to. This one, this one is different. I, the, if I had a dollar for every <laughs> I time I heard that phrase or said that phrase myself, frankly, oh, totally, totally. But no, 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 oh, this time. Yeah. <laughs> you and uh, I both have said that. Yeah. Probably to each other, but I, yes. I, I, fact, I know I have. Yeah. So the idea that like, it's almost the, the typical way that relapse happens is that it sort of catches you off guard and then you start to resist the fact that you're feeling anxious. You start to resist the uncertainty that has been reintroduced into your life and you miss out on the paradigm shift that has happened as a direct result of treatment. Um, and as such, that's the relapse. The relapse is in starting to resist the feeling again, not in new thoughts popping in because they're going to, that's part of living with anxiety and OCD. Um, And it's not about having the anxiety feeling because that's there forever. And I hate that it is, but it's true. But not, and I mean, I don't mean like forever, forever. It's, it's there intermittently, I should say. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's there and then it's gone. Yes. (laughs) I made it sound really bad. (laughs) I think I started that train by making it sound really bad first. So that's not on you, but fantastic. Um, yeah, I think, and the, the, like having that mentality, that exposure mindset that you're talking about, like, okay, yeah. let's just let's go after it. When I see an opportunity to feel anxious, I'm going to take it. Yeah. D- don't. And I think a lot of people get hooked into this idea that, okay, well, I'm having a good day and I don't want to ruin it. So I'm not going to pick at it. I'm not going to try to make it uncomfortable, but we actually want you to do that under all circumstances so that your brain goes, oh, I can handle it on a boat or on a train or in the rain like we talked about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Last week's episode wasn't recorded, but we did talk about that. We did talk about that. Yeah, we do want that. And if we, if we classify good days as the days when we're not feeling anxious, we've missed the whole point. Nailed it. That's right. So it's true. Actually, it's actually, I have a fun story. I have a fun. I love your stories. (laughs) We're listening. Please. (laughs) Regale. Shall I regale you with my tail? Yeah. Um, so, by the way, I can't see any of the feed. It's not updating for me. I did this on our live on Friday, too. I have no idea what's going on with my situation. Instagram hates you. It hates me. So, my story. 
couple of days ago, this is going to be real weird. I'm going to keep it real weird. I love weird. I know you do. Not be weird. (laughs) I'm going to be the weirdest. So I noticed uh, that I had the experience of feeling my tongue against the back of my teeth. Mm. It was like, I don't know if anyone's ever felt this, but it's like my, my tongue felt heavy or like tense. And like I said, I told you I was going to keep it real weird. So, I mean, you're talking like as if I haven't had weird thoughts like this. So, <laughs> no, I proceed. And so the moment anyway. you said that, I was like, oh, well, it's happening right now. Now I can feel it. So, you know, I was, I was very aware of the physical sensations that I was having. And my initial response still, even after all these years, and I consider myself pretty good at navigating all of the the thoughts and the feelings at this stage, but my initial response was like, how do I get rid of this feeling? <laughs> I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to, and I don't want to think about this. And I don't like the physical sensation that I'm having where my throat is kind of tense and my tongue is tense and And certainly the thoughts of like, oh, this is going to bother me ongoing. Now I have enough experience at this point to go like, aha, I'm resisting. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not going to work. I know that I, and not like I'm going to start accepting it because that's going to make it go away because that's not acceptance. But I was able to just be like, okay, I'm going to accept right now that my awareness is intermittently, there's that word again, going to focus on the fact that I can feel my tongue at the back of my teeth and that it feels tense. Like my tongue feels tense. And you're probably (laughs) my tongue. Hashtag tense tongue. Tense tongue. I'm serious though. You're going to know what I'm talking. You're going to text me one day and be like, Dude, I know what you I'm mean. I'm pretty sure it's tongue. happening right now. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, for all you tense tongues out there, my point is it's all, and this is a, a word I love to use with clients, is it's all in the pivot, mm-hmm. right? It's all in the, oh, look, I'm resisting. I got to I gotta open up to this. Yeah. So Great open story. up to your open up to your tense tongue. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> it's tense tongues. I do. I mean, I have it intermittently with swallowing for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it really gets to me, and then I start to think, oh well, I'm gonna be doing this the rest of the night, and then I don't fall asleep, or I wake up, don't fall asleep, or it's I can't breathe, like I can't right. breathe because of it, or swallow. Well, the fear is that you won't be able to, right? Yeah. But, but sometimes at night when it happens in bed, it's, I can't fall asleep. I'm going to be paying attention to this all the time, swallowing. Right. Right. But anyway, no, I've, I've totally had that one too. And I think that the, that's where it's like, okay, well that, that aware, right. Like that's where we, we accept the awareness. And sometimes we accept the fact that we're not falling asleep, right. The, 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 here you are. And, and that's, Mm -hmm. You do your best, you get the rest that you can, you control what you can, and you leave the rest, the, like the results up to whatever happens. And I think looking at, like, I, I, I guess I didn't really round out the story is that like over the last couple of days, I've still had the thoughts about my tongue and my teeth. I'm, it's just not, it's like, oh, right, there's that thing again. I'm not resisting it, I'm not trying to get rid of it. When it's there, it's like, okay, okay, here you are. I'm aware. Cool. 
Now I got to get back to like, I don't know, talking to my dad. Cause I was, you know, saw my dad for his birthday yesterday, you know? Oh yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Bruce. I'm such a bad friend. I did not say that yesterday. Wow. You should really think more about that. You should probably beat yourself up about it. It's probably a good idea. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, yes. And I think too, there, in terms of like clients contacting after, right? Like sometimes people panic and they're like, oh my gosh, I had a new intrusive thought. I need to be seen right now. And so often, not always, it's so often I will book them not frantically because I don't want them to <laughs> like, okay, let me move some things around. I'm like it can, mm. let's eat, calm down a bit. Um, yeah. and I meet with them and really it's just me reminding them and they're like, oh yeah, I knew all this. So what I encourage people to do is to practice the things we've learned in session. And then if that's not helping and you still feel stuck, then reach out. Definitely reach out if you feel stuck and you're unable to. Um, Knowing that line and trusting through action and through experience when you've fallen completely off the rails. Yeah. And that's a great point, though, because I think some people will reach out so immediately if something they start to have some challenge. And the the problem there is that, yes, totally reach out if you need, but try all the things first and see what happens. Because if you, you're going to get so much more out of recognizing your own capacity to walk through these moments. And yeah, I don't know. So true. And then you learn that you just get, yeah, you get more confident. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can totally, I see you sucker. Yeah. And, and being willing to feel all of the big feelings, but it takes a number of times, maybe ongoing, right. In feeling extreme anxiety or extreme sadness to recognize that you can be with it and that it will fizzle out eventually that like if, if you keep moving on with your life and you don't engage with it, it will come and go. Right. And that you can handle it. Yes. So in a nutshell, relapse prevention is you're going to likely get intrusive thoughts for the rest of your life and you need to change your lifestyle basically in how you live your life. Mindfulness is hands down everything to me personally is be this gotta happen. hundred um, percent. And you can call it acceptance commitment there. You can call there's all kinds of names for mindfulness, but what we're really talking about is mindfulness. Yeah. <laughs> Every therapist that you're going to mindfulness. see. Mindfulness. Yeah. Yep. We're all under the same umbrella, just talking different language or different words for the same language. Same. I'm not. No, no, you're absolutely right though. And it's interesting because you hear people talk about like attention and, um, awareness training. Yeah. But I'm, I'm specifically, um, I'm thinking of, of sort of Dr. Greenberg's approach, which Mm -hmm. he, you know, for those of you who aren't aware of him, he's some great, uh, information on, on navigating rumination, but he's sort of vehemently against mindfulness, but it's interesting because, the languaging that he uses around sort of his approach in my mind and my understanding of mindfulness, they're very much simpatico. 
So I like, I just wanted to point that out as a sort of reflection of what you're saying is that it's all, we're getting at the same thing and using different language. I That's think, right. As the, That's and right. to be able to exercise your attention as, as this thing that you have some agency around and also accepting what's, what's sort of coming into awareness because you have no control over that. Yeah, it's true. These are all facts. Facts. Hashtag facts. And tense tongue. And (laughs) hashtag (laughs) tense tongue. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Uh, Going back to what I guess I'm saying is, uh, it's a change. It's your lifestyle change of how you think about thoughts and like, how do you navigate for the rest of your life? This new way of thinking, which is bringing on awareness and then choosing at that point, because now that you know, it's happening, you have some awareness around it. Now you get to choose, do Mm -hmm. I get off the freeway or do I keep driving? And, you know, we can't, everyone's going to engage in compulsive behavior. That's just going to happen at some point or another. Yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of it pretty regularly, but then to go, I got to know because sometimes it's just instant, right? Pivot. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big pivot. But no, you're right. Sorry. I didn't, I like, but I was that, that's it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. recognizing that you've gone there is like, that's the win. And then Mm -hmm. making the choice to shift in that moment, it's, it's so true because so often we get caught up in it without even knowing. Right. And that's the choice piece. People go, you know, this is too hard. I can't handle it. I can't do it. It's like, well, well, here's the thing. You can't, you literally can't, you're capable of it. Yes. But you're choosing to not because of the discomfort that would come with it. If you chose to do it this way. Right. And so we have to learn to accept discomfort. Yep. AKA that's the work we do. Yeah. I was thinking about actually, ironically this. So Lauren and I were guests on the comfort zone with Emma and Lisa, who are great gals. And I was thinking our show is the not comfort zone. (laughs) It's the uncomfortable zone. Yeah. I almost was going to say that to them is like, you guys are so nice, you know, like <laughs> you name it. So something so safe. I feel like we need to tell people danger. Cuidado. <laughs> no, we don't avoid it. Okay. Well, that's the thing is that because it's the avoidance that gets you stuck again. So as much as like we're being playful about, you know, being the danger zone, the reality is that we do that because we want to support people because if we shy away from these things, then they win. And no, not no. today, not no. today, OCD. No, mm-hmm. sir. Not on my watch. Um, should we answer some questions? questions? Yeah. In. All right, let's do it. Um, and just a reminder, you guys, we're trying to stay on topic. So if we aren't touching on it, it's just for sake of repurposing content and people able to go back and see what they're looking for. We keep it t- topic relevant. 
We try to, yeah. And if to that end, as Kelly's looking through the questions to choose our first one, if you have any topics that you're interested in, first of all, go to our YouTube page. We've got all of our past episodes there. You can check them out if you're looking for for some support with a specific subtype. You can also uh, direct message us, um, and we'll be happy to try and and cover topics that you're interested in in the future if we haven't covered them already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this person asked, is it normal to feel worse than before during a relapse? Yes, I think so. <laughs> Sorry. I got really <laughs> excited about answering that question. I was like, Ooh, I, I, I think I have a feel for this, but do you have thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's actually pretty common. Yep. Yep. I think especially relapsing after your initial treatment. So Ugh. like the first treatment that you've gone through. You get a high. Yeah. You're like, you're like, oh, nothing can touch me. <laughs> you get too big for your britches. You do. You get too big for your britches, which I get it. Go, you go. Take well, it. however, I think the issue becomes that you go from somebody who's not like, is the word woke? Am I using it correctly? Like someone who is not aware of thinking, right? Someone who doesn't have the skills yet, who's totally green to OCD treatment, to being on board with this stuff is it's a life changing experience or it can be. Yeah. Um, But then a relapse happens and it's like, well, I, it's never going to feel like the same because you're going from a, you're comparing an event of you getting better in one scenario to this new one, which is totally different because you're a person who has a whole new set of skills that you didn't have prior. Right. Um, and the comparison game is never helpful. No, it is not. That is true. And I think that, that because when people come into treatment for the very first time, they have no expectations of what the outcome is. And they're generally so desperate. I know I was yeah. to find some sort of way out of what's happening that they'll do. They're more willing. The willingness is higher. And so, and there's no sort of expectation of what it looks like because you've never been there before. So it, the acceptance of feelings, right? Like, and then you, all of a sudden you experience it. You're like, I get this. Okay. I can, I can accept my feelings. I can make space for them as long as they need to be here. It is really empowering, but then content switches, content switches oftentimes. And all of a sudden it's, oh my gosh, what, um, I, I, don't, well, I mean, we've kind of already touched on this, but there was something I was going to add to it that now of course has escaped my mind. Um, I, if we go back, how do we, where, where were we? Help me. Uh, I was talking about comparing. Right. So the, the problem is that you now know what you're reaching for. And so you start reaching, which is the whole problem, right? If you are trying to have some sort of emotional experience, you're not going to have it. And then you're going to feel frustrated that you don't have it because we can't control our emotional experiences. So 
because you know what the outcome can look like, you're now stuck on trying to replicate that, which is why I think it's harder the second time around, because now you are back in the chasing game, which is the whole problem to begin with is chasing this feeling of relief um, rather than reorienting toward, no, no, I'm just going to wholeheartedly accept all of my feelings as they appear. Yep. Thanks for jogging the memory. No, that was great. Okay. Let me get a new one. Um, But that doesn't mean it's hopeless. You just have to reorient, just pivot, pivot. Do you ever watch friends? Sorry. Are you talking to me? Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's been a while. I haven't rewatched in a while. Hold on. Oh yeah. You go for it. I'll explain in a minute why I asked you about friends. Um, okay. Sorry. Why about friends? So basically, uh, there's an episode where they're trying to get a couch, I think up or down a staircase. I can't, I think it's up. Mm. I remember this now. Ross's, (laughs) Ross's apartment. And so the whole time he's trying to get it around the corners and his chant is pivot. And he says it in a really, of course, aggressively Ross yeah. way. And so whenever I tell somebody to pivot back toward acceptance, I always think of Ross. Yeah. Whenever I use pivot, I think of um, basketball. So I don't <laughs> I love it. I like your story better. Yeah. Um, okay. So this person asks... Um, how to accept relapse, how to accept relapses happen and hopelessness sets in, I guess. Hmm. Um, I guess I'm not sure of the question cause it's a little bit, uh, yeah. is how to accept that relapses happen and then hopelessness sets in. So hopelessness I- is depression. Right. right. Or depressive symptoms. I think that we don't have to accept that relapse is going to look the same way every single time either. I've been through relapses that have been harrowing experiences, but I've also had lapses after that that have been no big deal. Right. And all the way down to just momentary lapses where all of a sudden I'm resisting the fact that I'm thinking about my tongue and the whole tense tongue situation. Right. Or like resisting that feeling of the sensory motor of it all. So I I don't think that I think part of this is the narrative around relapse and the inevitability of it and that it's going to look a certain way. It's sort of down to predicting what it's all going to look like that leads to hopelessness. And if we're willing to recognize that we don't know how the future looks, then we don't have to, to be hooked into the hopelessness that this one thing is for sure going to happen. Yeah. Great explanation. Um, there's no guarantee that your relapse is going to be this huge eventful experience and that you'll even need to call your therapist. So, yeah, yeah. That's it's all in degrees. Possible. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. So, and then if, if we go back to the mindfulness piece is that if we are in this place of it's the relapse is 
going to happen. It's going to happen. Now you're losing sight of the present moment and you're getting robbed entirely. And we want to be able to say, wait a second, I'm actually not relapsing right now. <laughs> right this second, I am not relapsing. Yeah. Probably, let's deal with that when we get there. Yeah. Because, let's get, let's, yeah. let's yeah. just be here right now where we're right. not relapsing. <laughs> In this moment. Okay. Maybe yeah. I, or maybe I am relapsing right now and I'm just Ooh. unaware. Oh, good one. Also possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that answers the person's question. Um, okay. So this person asks, you can see the questions, right? Lauren? No, but that's, that's just because my thing's broken. I don't know what's going on. I hate your thing. I know. Okay. It says feeling back at square one, even when you have the knowledge, maybe I'll never fully recover X. I think they mean like recover from whatever the content is. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of when clients reach out to us, typically that's the response, right? Which is, oh my gosh, I'm like, I have all the information. I do have the skills. How come it's not working? Well, it's likely because we're not using them appropriately for this new content. And we have to really map out, truly map out what are the obsessions? What are the compulsions? And believe me, that usually moves a lot quicker because you're not having to lay the tracks all over again. Yeah, It's like refreshing and then saying, okay, now we know this. Let's build out some exposures. Yeah. Yeah. And we do have to accept. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I just was going to say, you're right. Like it doesn't take as long. And especially if you worked with a therapist before you have an established rapport and an established trust with them, hopefully that supports you in taking that leap sooner in the process where you say, okay, I'm going to accept that. I don't know. Uh Oh, I lost your sound for a second. Oh, there you are. Okay. Yeah. Good. Figured Um, it out. Yeah. And, and I think part of this, the last, the last sentence of is maybe I'll never fully recover. Yep. That's a scary thought. And it all depends on how you are actually defining recovery. So I will, I have to accept, and there's some warning in that is that I will likely always have intrusive thoughts about harming my daughter emotionally in a very big way that happens. Right. And then I get hooked sometimes. I'm being completely transparent as someone who has OCD and treats OCD. And it feels really vulnerable to be like, Hey, I'm an OCD therapist and I'm, but that's what it looks like. So I would be lying to my clients if I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It's gone. Yes. I live a joyful life. It also includes these things. Sometimes it's harder than others. And here I am doing life still. That's it. That is it. And that the uh, recognizing too, that over time, when you are accepting of the thoughts, when you're accepting of the feelings, they bother you less. It's like you get, you you get better at practicing. Like I'm not going to deal with that right now. And it just like the whole process just gets easier, but that, but you're absolutely right. And I, you know, you know, I'm in the same boat. The reality is that I have anxiety all the time and I have worry thoughts that pop in all the time. But if that cannot be the measure of recovery, because Mm -hmm. those are 
involuntary experiences. So if you're going to judge yourself for something that you have no control over, that seems unreasonable. But if you can say, you know what, when those things come up, I pivot pretty quickly toward the like, okay, I surrender. Here you are. I like not surrender. Like I'm going to lay down and let you walk all over me, but I, I surrender to the fact that you are here so that I can move the hell on with my life. Yes. Okay. So we do, should we do one more? Sure. Yep. I have time for one more. So some of you had submitted questions in the question box. I did catch this one as it was going by though. Cause again, if you guys watch us in the future, just make sure to add the questions in the little box. Cause we might miss it. Um, cause we're having a dialogue with each other while thinking and reading <laughs> and my stupid screen isn't even working. So I didn't even see it. Yep. There you go. So this person says life just catches you out with curveballs, and sometimes applying techniques to new situations can be tough. And sometimes you just need someone else to help you apply them to your new circumstances. Yes. Amen. Amen. Nailed it. That's why. I, uh, that's yeah. right. You that's get what we're here five. for. <laughs> that is that's, what we're here for. That's why I still see a therapist, right? I'm yeah. not, I like, I do, like, I'm at a point in my recovery where I do manage my thoughts and feelings very effectively, but that does not mean that every once in a while I don't benefit from somebody else's perspective being on my internal processes because, and it, it's obviously therapists have, an added degree of this, but just having this sort of like bird's eye view when you're describing your mental processes and nobody has that for themselves. We all need somebody else to weigh in and, and because they can see things that we can't get perspective. Yeah. 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 I love that though. I love, I love that they said that. That was great. Yeah, it is. It was like perfect. Um, I'm just, I don't, I have to wrap up soon because I have a child who's going to be ending school soon. Understood. Do you want to wrap it or do you have one more? Um, you, I'm just you... scrolling to see if I can grab a fast one. If that's okay. okay. Please. Mm. By the way, if you're joining us this week, please know that we're going to have a little bit of a special episode next week. We're actually having a guest on, which we typically don't do. Yes. But but I'm going to be in Nashville. So I reached out to OCD Nashville, AKA Amy and <laughs> doctor. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm going to try it, but I've never heard her say it. Mary Askin. I think it's Mary Askin. That's how I've read it. Well, doctor, a- we think Mary Askin is Dr. Going to be on Amy show. amazing. Uh, a, a- <laughs> Amy A is for amazing. And she is working on her book for, um, OCD, uh, dealing with, um, relationships with somebody or when somebody has OCD. So we're going to talk a little bit about that with her. So Um, good. Yeah. We're in need of that book. Totally. Totally. So the OCD community. If you have questions on that front, feel free to, to shoot them our way and we'll have a question mark box up next week as per usual. So, yep, absolutely. We're excited. And so does that mean that you'll be doing, you'll be sharing a mic basically right next to her? We we are going to be sharing a mic. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully your faces will fit in the 
I know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to bring this. I don't, we're going to have to figure it out on the fly. Yep. Okay. But do you have a last question or no? Yeah, it's really a statement and I just wanted to validate because it kind of wraps this up well is um, I'm in the middle of a relapse right now and I have been so, and I have been sobbing every day. It feels Mm. so painful. I'm so sorry, truly. Uh, It's awful, especially when you're like comparing again to this past version thinking, oh, it's going to be so much harder than, you know. It's like, yeah, okay. So try not to get running away too much with your thoughts and know that you do know what recovery looks like because you've already done it once. Yeah. And I think from somebody who's been there, from two people who have been there, your brain is going to tell you, and if your brain's anything like mine, which I imagine that it is, Mm -hmm. it's going to tell you that because you already have all the tools that you're screwed and that you're never going to get better. Right. And I can tell you, I can't say for your experience what it's going to look like, but what I can tell you is that as somebody who's had those particular thoughts in the middle of a relapse, that they're nonsense. They're not Mm -hmm. true. You can navigate this and you can get your life back. And there are lots of people who are willing to help. There are lots of resources out there. So well, I can totally appreciate, I'm sorry that you're in so much pain. Please know that there is so much hope. And if you don't have it, we'll hold on to it for you. We got it. We got it. We got, we got you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wonderful. Thank you everybody for joining us. It's Thank been you. really a pleasure. Yeah. And with you, my friend. Obviously. And also <laughs> with you, my friend. And, uh, uh, we'll see you next week and yeah. I'll be in Nashville. Weird. It's going to be exciting. It is going to be very exciting. All right. Have a great day, okay. everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. You can find past episodes on our website at purelyocd.com. Remember, this podcast is for you, so please let us know what you would like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD. OCD.